The mighty Hammerby beat the league leaders. Yachts are boring are not so boring. And Mielby are head and shoulders above Malmo. Sorry, what the f*** is El Svenskan? to another episode of What the Fuck is El Svenskan. The gang is back together, everybody. The gang is back <laughs> together. I'm so excited. Let's welcome on today's show, uh, in the shit part of England, born and raised in Portsmouth is where he spent most of his days. It's Neil Cook, everybody. I was chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool and shooting some beatball outside of school. So it's quite true. <laughs> and then your mum got scared and said, you're moving to Sweden. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. You it was got one little lines. fight and your mom got scared. Yeah, yeah, love it. But Neil, I couldn't do the last bit because I don't think you've ever been maxing, relaxing and being all cool. Isn't that what he's been doing no, for the last three weeks? Oh, this is true. This is true. Mm. There are some people out there that have never watched The Fresh Prince of Ballet. They're so lost. <laughs> they have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Hold on, who's not watched The Fresh Prince of Bel Air? That's what I want to know. Any, anyone under the age of thirty that might be listening? Mm. Oh, they do, they should be listening to this pod then. <laughs> I yeah, mean, maybe it's almost like the release of that is almost closer to the Second World War than it is to today. It's about oh, ten years in it. Don't. Why'd you bring the mood down? That's Neil's job. Come on. Well, as you may have heard, also joining us on the show is the one-man football-talking machine, fresh off his sold-out one-man show. Uh, the man, the only man I know who can be enthusiastic about Mielby. Uh, it's Mike Woodfine, everybody. Hello, hello. Oh, I am enthusiastic about Mielby. Oh, uh, yeah, this week is especially... Well, this is brilliant. And it's interesting because we've been banging on for the last few weeks about Neil and his technical issues. Um, it's utterly hilarious watching this recording um, because Neil, at least from my end, because Neil is uh, pausing, freezing, speeding up, pausing, freezing, speeding up. So let's see if he's uh, hmm. finally figured out the technical input. I didn't even hear the <laughs> intro music. So I'm really, uh, this is going to be really interesting how this turns out. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, and it sounds like you're whispering in my ears, Neil, which is very sensual, but not not maybe. Let's see. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see what the Mike. You're going to have a fun job editing this. Oh yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> nice. Well, listen. Let's kick off the show by um, actually going to a question from a listener, Ooh. and it is directed to the one, the only Neil Cook. And um, Neil, Ooh. people have been genuinely interested in your holiday <laughs> escapades. Um, so. Tommy Sipala, your your second uh, most hated listener, uh, he he sent a question in for you, and he said, hmm? "So did Neil bump into some Alsvenskan jersey wearing tourists during his holiday, which led to some brilliant banter of a few beers and strangely a quiz, which Neil won, of course, or did he just follow the Kane transfer saga and be miserable?" Um, <laughs> brilliant question. Yeah, I didn't. I did meet, you know, I did bump into a lot of Swedes, but um, obviously I'm in Spain, so I don't have a shirt on very often. Oh, you saucy, saucy I know, boy. But it's more that I'm, I've got a Spurs tattoo, 
<laughs> so they all wanted to speak to me about the Premier League rather than speaking about the Alsanskam. Oh. Which I don't have too many qualms with, if I'm quite honest with you. Um, <laughs> my, my knowledge base is a little bit better, <laughs> even after this half a season. Um, I'm just, Neil, when's your next so, yeah. Al- where's your Alsanskam tattoo coming? That's what I want to know. Where's the Malmo tattoo? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not going to happen, is it? Let's be honest about <laughs> it. It's not, it's not coming. But um, yeah, no. But the holiday was great. I, I, I don't know if I'm miserable about the Harry Kane thing yet. I don't. It depends what Spurs do in the last week of the transfer window. Yeah, it depends if you have already spent the money or if you're about to spend the money. Um, but you've got Brazil's number yeah. nine. Brazil. We do have Brazil's number, number nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. It must be a, he must be a good footballer, right? Yeah, I mean, surely. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. And you got an an Aussie rules uh, soccer coach. No, it'll be good. It'll be fine. Be a good season. Well, let's move on then. Uh, let's not talk much more about Neil's holiday because I'm just going to be jealous. Um, and <laughs> let's move into our highlights of the week. So, Neil, because we've missed you so much, why don't you kick us off? I've gone with two, but I have broken habit. Oh. oh. None of them. None of them are about the Al Um <laughs> So brilliant. So this segment, which is Al Svenskin highlights of the week, is nothing to do with Al Svenskin. Oh, it's good. It's very on brand. I can I can half push it towards Swedish, yeah, but that's out of push. So my, my first one is that the Premier League started again, which I'm sure might be on everyone's um, list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that's that's the first one. It's quite obvious. Um, it's a it was a fun weekend uh, to watch everything going on. Um, and the second one is that um, the England women made the World Cup final. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and oh, the Swedish the three lines and the, the Swedish women and Swedish women didn't, <laughs> which made me giggle because my wife lost her shit. <laughs> Even though she regularly doesn't, she doesn't care about football, but she does when the national team are playing. Yeah, yeah, uh, the same. Uh, I have the same in my household. Although I've managed yeah. to indoctrinate my son so well already that he he is one hundred percent an England fan, mm. even though he's nice. a little Swedish boy. So, all right, what's your other highlight of the week then, Mister Neil? I said it: the Premier League and uh, oh. England women get into the oh, World sorry. Cup final. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, that's how you linked it to Sweden, sort of. Mm. All right, yeah. Oh, but to be fair, I could chuck in uh, Nor Sherping's third goal. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So I guess we'll get to it later. But oh, we will. Everyone can give themselves a treat and look up the highlights of the Nor Sherping game. Mm. I won't spoil it anymore. But that would be my Al Sunskin highlight of the week. Mm. There you go. See, you did it, Neil. You did it. You it was in. It was deep, deep down. Deep, deep down, but I found it. <laughs> well done. Well, <laughs> I'll follow on then because my highlight of the week is the Premier League is back. Uh, so, sorry, Svenskin, but you know the glitz and glamour and that tall mm. Norwegian fellow who can't stop scoring. Um, I was super excited to watch the Premier League again. Um, and during this marathon of football goodness, I was just sitting there soaking it in. I started to actually think about it, and I actually kind of missed the Svenskin. Now, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch a single Al-Svenskan game on Sunday. Uh, sorry, Saturday. Uh, I watched them on Sunday. Um, but Saturday was purely Premier League dedicated, um, and it was glorious. However, there were no goalkeeping errors. Well, hardly any. There was hardly any dodgy defending. Uh, there's no weird stadiums. And then I also remembered how much VAR pisses me off. So mm. I think it definitely made me sort of have a fond little... A fond little thought about Al Svenskin. And actually, most of all, this week, following Fabrizio Romano and his um, 
unbelievable pace of of tweets and uh, and and Instagram messages, and the amount, the ridiculous amount of money being spent in the Premier League and the Saudi League, it did make me miss the beauty of like reading about some Icelandic guy who's playing his football in the Uzbekistani second division, and then trying to figure out where he fits into Nor Sherping's <laughs> centre midfield partnership. Uh, mm. that, there's a little bit of romantic football in that. Um, and mm. it is actually is way more fun trying to pronounce the names of these people as well, because you've got, you've got nothing to go on. Um, it is way more fun than trying to figure out what the hell Todd Bowley and his cronies are up to. So uh, despite the Premier League being back, Al Svenskan still keeps a warm, special little space in my heart. Ooh. So yeah, that was my highlight of the week. Mike, what about you? Um, Premier League's back. Premier League <laughs> is back. It was great. Uh, <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I've consumed so much football this weekend. Like probably like you, yeah. you, you guys. Um, I feel like yeah. that kid in yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the fat kid. Augustus um, <laughs> Gloop. But it's just I'm just full of football, and there's like, oh, there's a lake of football down there. I'm going to go swim in it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, I've just, I've watched so much. But um, yeah, as you were saying, with uh, kind of missing the Alsvenska a little bit while watching Premier League, uh, yeah, I got to watch Kalmar Sirius and the defending in that is hilarious. And I'd, I'd watched, before that, I'd watched Liverpool-Chelsea and I was like, oh, this is all just a bit, I, I can't, I feel a million years old. I can't remember who any of these players are, who all these signings, no idea. Really technically secure game. And then... Kalmar serious. Oh, it was so yeah. much better. It was so much more entertaining. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just pure chaos. Pure chaos, defending errors left, right, and center. Brilliant. Entertaining. Yeah, I mean it puts a it puts like a, a level to it, doesn't it? Because I watched about that Liverpool Chelsea game mm. and I thought that game was chaotic. Because mm. you could almost tell that the players did not know each other at all on the pitch. Yeah. Right. But um yeah, but you, you, I mean, going from that to the Alsvenskan, it was still like a step up in chaos for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. One's it's chaos a with a first touch, others chaos with right. no first touch and no technique. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh good. dear, oh poor Alsvenskan. But it, I mean, like, like the reason we started doing this pod was it was because you know we we wanted to sort of fall in love with football again and. Um, you know, I think there is there is a, a side to the Elsvenskan that really appeals to the to the to the kid in me. Um and you know, mm. the nobody knows who's gonna win each week. I mean, not even Malmo winning every week. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, um again. But um yeah, it's it's chaotic and at least it's not as inevitable as Man City mm. winning the league every year for the next twenty years. Yeah, definitely. But hey, but hey. Maybe maybe Chelsea and their one billion transfer spend since Todd Bowley took over will will have something to say about it. But none of that uh, feels real. Yeah. It all just feels so. It doesn't it, feel real. Yeah, Alspen Skin is real. It's yeah, it's, right. Discovery Plus exactly. says football perictic, but yeah, it's uh... <laughs> football perictic. <laughs> um, there's some anglicising my my Swedish. Yeah. Love it, love it. <laughs> well. We we um we've missed you Neil in the last few episodes because we haven't had anyone to to win our quizzes because for some reason you seem to be undefeatable. Oh, do you won? You beat Neil, remember? Although I did win last yeah. week. Yes, I did. Neil, what happened last week to you? Why didn't you win the quiz? Well, it wasn't last week because Mike did his individual episode. So let's get that right. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. it was two weeks. It was two weeks ago. Neil's just won the quiz about the quiz. <laughs> when was the quiz? <laughs> quiz. <laughs> yeah um so i've won already this week um uh, but you almost lost 
that was the best bit about that one. There was a stage there where I thought I was going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I was genuinely nervous at one point that it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, chaos. Um, Neil, you've got some kind of magic spell over us. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm actually, I've decided this week that I'm just going to do a quiz. Yes! You do have to play to my to my fiddle. With your, cause I'm kind of bored with the bullshit made-up rules that you two come, <laughs> up, come up with. I think the higher or lower quiz still gets on my nerves. I won it, <laughs> but it's, it still gets on my nerves that, that, that day that, that you just made up a rule, middle quiz that doesn't exist. You can do what you want, it's the quiz master. <laughs> exactly. Oh dear! All right, what have you got in store for us then? Do you know what? I'm just going to ask some questions in, a, in quite a simple sort of a way, but it's on a theme. Oh! And so I hope okay. neither of you, neither of you, have got a pad or any sort of electronic nope. device to hand to cheat. And it's quite ball. a simple premise. Mike's got a tennis ball. I got, I got a glass of water. Yeah. Uh, but first of all, I want to, for the person to start the quiz. I want you to tell me uh, which year. Arsenal last... Uh, no, I'll change it. Which year did Tottenham last win the league? And the person that gets closest... Uh, me. ...gets to start. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Mike had his hand up first. Uh, I'm going to say 1964. Okay, and Andy? Never. You, mean, you know that's not true. So <laughs> what, what year? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just deferring to Mike. He can start. All right, I have Mike can zero start. knowledge okay. about 1930s Tottenham history. <laughs> Uh, they were in the second okay. division back then. We kicked them out, stole their <laughs> stole their place. Good old days. When was it, Neil? Nineteen sixty-one. Oh, 1961. Oh, nineteen sixty-one. So you weren't far off, Mike. Over there. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, all right. So basically, there's going to be a total of ten questions, Ooh. and it's going to be that I read out a team, and you've got to tell me the name of their stadium in the Al Svenskan. Okay. Right. okay. I actually feel good about All this. All right. Yeah. So it should be one where you should be able to get some and some which you'll be kicking yourself when you hear the answer, maybe if you don't get it. All right. And we're going to start with Mike. All right. I'm going to start with, start simple and then I'll work my way up. I'm going to start with Bromma Poikana oh, for Mike. The lovely Grimster <gasps> Earpier. Oh, that's not fair. It's Mike's favorite football ground. <laughs> the most relaxing football ground. There, to be fair. You can never go to. And, uh, okay. And for the next one, Andy. I'm going to give you a Mielby. Uh, the Boros Arena. It is not the Boros Arena. <laughs> You've done what I did. Oh, no. I'm You've confused with Elspore. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, there you go. So it is, um, it is Strand Valen. No. So Andy having zero. Okay. Oh, no. So, Around number two, then Mike. All right. I'm going to ask for Vernamo's Arena. Oh, I know this one. Oh, it's not the Platinum Cars. No, no, it's not, is it? No, that's it. That's your no. guess. That's your guess. Yeah, no, it's not Platinum Cars Arena. It is. Is it the Finn Vierdsvallen? It is Finn Vierdsvallen. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> but you don't get a point for that. Oh, what? <laughs> there is no referrals. Get it. So, what is this? Brilliant. Making up, making up rules as I go along. It's annoying, <laughs> isn't it, Andy? So, <laughs> all right. So, Andy, question number two for you. I'm going to ask you, Dega Fosch's arena. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's your favourite one. Oh, no. 
No, it's not. It's not. It's not because I'm getting that. That's Kalma. Uh, uh, it is. Uh, hold on. Degafosh. I know this. It's it's stupid. It's. I'm gonna have to rush you. Ah uh, no! It's Three, not the golden chicken arena, is it? Two, one. No, no it is not the golden chicken yeah. arena. So, Mike, do you know? Is it Orion's Valor? Or no? So it's um, Stora Valor. Oh, that's it. Oh, Stora Valor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. One okay, of the so decking of the arenas. arenas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Mike is still in the, in the lead shop. with uh, one to zero at the moment. Oh, um, yes. So, Mike, I am going to ask you what Hecken's arena is called. Gamla Ulevi. No? No! Oh, no, that's, no, that's guilty. Mike, for... no. What is happening? What is happening? <laughs> no. It's not that. It's definitely not that. Why did I say that? No, that's just... it's not. Wow. So, wow. I think oh, we need to jump no, in soon. Oh. I feel like we need to Shocking. stop recording a podcast about Alice Fenskin soon. Um, yeah. All right. Anyone? Andy, do you know it? I'm going to retract that yeah. question. So it's the Bravida, <laughs> Bravida Arena. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, I knew that. All right. Okay, then. Um, so, Andy, Halmstad's Arena. Fuck. Halmstad. No, gone. No idea. Mike, do you know? Yeah, but I'm not going to say it in case I'm wrong and I look even dumber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Arians Val. Yeah, that's what I said it. Is, I said uh, it earlier. It's Hal- Halmstad's Arena. Oh, this is embarrassing, boys. All right, I'm just going to do one final question each to give, uh, give you both a chance. All right, um, I'm so... pause you there because for some reason my stomach is absolutely in bits. Sorry. Is it because you're shit at quizzes? guys i feel like you need to redeem yourself a little bit in the last round here yes so wait who's who's leading this quiz mike one nil oh fucking oh, this terrible. Is after awful. three after three rounds mike's leading one nil <laughs> so to in the hope that it might give it some suspense i'm actually going to reverse the order for the last round and ask Ooh. andy first oh yes. okay so andy i'm gonna ask you to name malmer's stadium uh, 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 wait! Oh my god, this is so. This is on the tip of my tongue. I can't believe this. Wait, I know I'm drawing blanks. I can see it. I've been there. I mean, I can. I've been there twice. Wait, hold on. <laughs> this is Gamble the perfect the blank. No way. Okay, I'm gonna have to do a mental countdown from five down to zero. Five, four, three. Two, one. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get Malma. What is it? He's gonna tell you. Yeah, it's the Alida Stout Stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! I can't believe it. I... This performance by both of you is b- beyond <sighs> disappointing. Hey, uh, to, to be honest, I, I, podcast, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm really surprised. Uh, all right, Mike, I'll just ask you the last question just to rub in the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, can you tell me Varberry's boys uh, arena? Poskberry's Valen. There we go. So Mike takes the quiz two to zero after four rounds. Uh, so, okay, guys. I mean, I what? won, but I'm I, embarrassed. I think uh, I think we need to quit this Elsvenskan podcast. <laughs> we obviously have learned fuck all. 
Um, I thought this would be is, an easy one. I thought, well, I thought you guys would get like seven out of eight. I mean, you've got <laughs> two. It should have been. I can I can name all the other fucking arenas in the Elsvenskin. All right then, uh, Andy. <laughs> give me, Cars give arena, me the Studentinas. You have got Telly Two Friends. You've got give me North Chicken. Platinum Cars. Platinum yeah, Cars. But I, I just no, no, I just forgot. Oh my days. Mm. This is a travesty. Um, to all people listening, expecting us to have learned something in the first sort of seven months of our journey watching Elsvenskin. We've just proved that we have learned fuck all. Um, I've learned 50%. Like to, mine's learned 50% and I've learned nothing. So um, to all my teachers that said I wouldn't amount to nothing, you you were right. <laughs> um, congratulations. No, yeah. Good job, you guys. Had, you had another teacher that, that really liked you. And uh, when I was at school, she was always asking me like, oh, when's Andy going to become an actor? Oh, when's oh, yeah, he going to... this is Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought you'd yeah, be, see. you thought you'd be famous, and she was really, you know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm waiting until I'm older, so I have mm. a bit more character in my face. Do you know what I mean? It'd be easier to get parts. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's move anyway. on. Um, that was awful, Neil. You are no longer allowed to host quizzes. You can only be on them because it seems like you're the only one that knows what's going on, which is <laughs> fucking terrifying. Um, but let's move seamlessly into our main event, which is the game of the week. The mighty Yotta Boring, Mike's favourite team to hate, <laughs> against the mightier Animal Park, Mike's favourite team to love. No. Mm. No? Oh, wait, what happened, Mike? Hey, I'm saying, yeah, but it's, it's it's like a, oh, no, you know. <laughs> but, uh, this is what I mean. You should have, You. Sh- I always had it in my head that you were actually a Yotta Boring fan, really, <laughs> deep down. Yeah. yeah. I think you should switch allegiances. It's probably one of my favorite cities in in Sweden. Probably, maybe my favorite. But, but you're also not welcome there. Yeah, I've also I've also burnt my bridges there, and I'm going to commit to still saying they're going down somehow. But yeah, <gasps> I don't okay. know. Right. Coming into this game, Gothenburg were almost adrift down there. They yeah. had, if they lost this, they'd be six points off AIK, seven points behind Doe Rapids. Yeah, but they're not. They're only three points away, and if they lost this, this could have relegated them. I almost, you know, it could have really cut them off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, f- I feel like um, you Gordon have really done them a favour, but I also feel that Gothenburg deserved the win. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, like straight from the beginning, you could see. I think it was like Sebastian Olsen or someone uh, had a had a great chance one minute in. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, what's going on at Euro Gordon here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so they they shuffled their they shuffled their forward line again. And they have so oh many players again, re- like competing for those same spots. They've got Asoro, Riditanak, Miliskog, Birdie, and Gura Bandley, who have all played number nine uh, in, in different ways this season. And then they've got Vikheim, Felanius, and Va as well. So that's eight players competing for three spots. Yeah. And then you look at their defense, and there's almost no depth there at all. I'm not even sure who the backup right back is supposed to be. <laughs> Peter Johansson's having a bit of a nightmare at the moment, but he, he still gets in the team every week. And then they dropped Lurfgren. And uh, did you hear about this? Um, I did. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. So spill the beans. <laughs> so uh, Lagerlof, uh, who was is their assistant manager. I, I don't know where Kim Berrystrand was. They didn't mention, but he wasn't there. Don't really um, know why. What? Yeah, he wasn't there. I missed that. He was on the bench. Didn't do interviews. So I don't know what's uh-huh. going on. Um, okay. Yeah, Lagerlof said that 
Um, he's been dropped for conceding cheap goals against Luzerne and Alfsbori. Boy, but then that is uh, yeah, that's a bit of brutal feedback from your manager. Yeah, and then Lufgren said to the media that that's the first time he's heard any of that, and he he says like, oh yeah, say it to my face if uh, if there is a problem. But he hasn't been singled out for criticism. But he was Oof. dropped. And uh, Jakobune Larsen, who came in, was shocking. But he's been shocking every time I've seen him play. Yeah. And he's, he's a centre-back, and he's, uh, he's, he's Neil's height. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean super tall? <laughs> yes. There you go, Neil. I've got you back. Uh, uh, I'm not tall, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems like a bit of a strange one. Felinius wasn't even on the bench for you, Gordon. No. Is he injured at the moment, or what? No, they just couldn't fit him on the, on the bench. I mean, there's eight forwards. It is mad, isn't it? And there's a bit of, uh, I don't know if it's uh, complaints coming from the Eurogordon fans or whatever, but their January signings have all seemed to have flopped. Okay. It's yeah. a bit early. Oh, January signings. Okay. Yeah. And they've, they've sold two of them already. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them, well, another two aren't getting in the team, barely played. The other one is their, is their young uh, up and coming, um, what's his name? Uh, Bergvall. Yeah. Yeah. There was another one there, January signing. He's he's doing all right, but yeah, apart also from that. Also wasn't in the wasn't in the team or in the squad. No, no. and not injured either. Okay. That, that is strange. It it feels like they've kind of so they bulked up for a European run, but essentially um they've skipped leg day <laughs> and uh, they uh have just signed forwards and forgot about, you know, doing their car phrases uh, <laughs> and uh which I definitely forget about. Um I just got there before you did, Neil. Uh, and then, um, yeah, they've just forgot about their defence totally because the defence is suspect at best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it looks a bit of a. It is weird. A couple of weeks ago, we we, in all our infinite knowledge, mm. were talking about how you, Gordon, could push on for a title run, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that looks to have flopped. Yeah, but this team lacks the familiarity. They had a they had a settled side for those few weeks. It was earlier in the yeah. summer. They had a settled side. They yeah. were playing the same team week in week out. They were the best. They were the most informed team in the league. They were, yeah. They indeed. are still. They are still in fairly good form, though. They're in better form than Elfsborg, and they're in better form than Malmo in the last five. Mm. Yeah, so, eight uh, points behind both of them. Yeah, they really needed to keep winning. I think it's it's you've got to say goodbye to Eurogordon's title hopes now. Yeah, it's it's quite far. I mean, ten games, nine points. It's not outrageous, but it it doesn't look doesn't look promising mm. considering there are a lot of very winnable games in the Allsvenskan. Yeah. I feel like all of those teams are capable of just dropping off the face of the earth though. <laughs> yeah. Like Malmo have been really unpredictable. Alvesporia, yeah. I don't know what's happening. I mean, they had a terrible result this week. And um, <laughs> they, they played the mighty green machine. Hecken <laughs> uh, are up and down, although they're they're the most informed team in the top four at the moment. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a strange. But this game was this game was wild because Gothenburg actually had some brilliant chances in the first half. They looked mm. quite rejuvenated. It's almost like they didn't go speed hating or they, you know, they had a little break from, mm. from telling each other how shit they are. Um, and then they looked like they were up for it. And somehow animal park took the lead kind of against the run of play, if you ask me. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And, and then bang, bang, Gothenburg were back right at the end. Um, this game had one nil, you and written all over it. And then uh, old Mukoli, 
Mm. Um, smashed in a goal after again some some little bit suspect. There was definitely a calls for a push in the box there, but um, yeah, he smashed in. My favourite moment about that goal, and I posted a reel about this, is him running off to celebrate, and he gets up and he just about do his little hop celebration, and Simon Eriksson just absolutely clatters him. And then he pulls up with like a cramp on the floor because he's just been bowled over by Ericsson <laughs> and his way over the top mad celebration. Yeah, that guy's a um, that guy's a menace. He's an absolute he's a, nut job. Yeah, he's a menace. But... How how he's not how he didn't win our nutcase of the half season award. I mean, the only the only reason he didn't win that is because somebody bit someone. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's he's a menace. You're right. He's an absolute menace. Yeah, but it was weird because the first half, um, Yesterbury were on top from the first minute, really. And it felt like uh, they were really, really up for this. They had so many good chances. Zetterstrom pulled off four or five really good saves. Oh, it was yeah. a double save in particular. That was really impressive. And yeah. uh, he was Hugh Gordon's best player in the first half. And yeah, yeah, man of a million forest scores for them. But you, you got you got the feeling <laughs> that... Man of a million forests. That Sorry, they were being outplayed by, by one of the worst teams in the league. And it didn't. Right. It didn't look good. The whole thing of the two defensive midfielders, Findel and, yeah. and Schuler, just didn't work. No, it didn't. And then there was a, an absolutely comical use of the offside trap from from you, Gordon. But mm. honestly, Danielson running back, yeah, trying to trying to get and Marcus Berg. I'm sorry, he he's not the fastest guy in the league. Thirty six year old Marcus Berg. 36-year-old Marcus Berg was chased by, what, 38-year-old Danielson? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's though. like 35, but also Una Larsson is only 29, and he's supposed <laughs> to be the more... Like, he's short. Maybe he should be quick. I don't know, but no, Lofgren no. would have got there <laughs> I, easily because Berg is not quick, and it was the slowest run towards goal. It was, it was painful. A nice, it, watching it was that. a nice, tidy finish, though. It was a good. It finish. was great finish. Good finish. Like it was a bit. I thought it was a bit like outrageous that you've got a team that low down in the league. Hmm. You've got a chance to score a late winner, and instead of taking a proper shot, you go to push it through the keeper's legs. Mm. Yeah. I, I know he scored from it, <laughs> but he's definitely taken the riskiest option with his yeah, finish, yeah, hasn't yeah. he? It is. And if you remember earlier in the game, Reditinek had a, an absolute guilt edge chance mm. at the edge of the eight yard box, uh, eight mm. yard box, and eight, eight yard box. Keeper's legs. That's a new one. He also had a three v two as well. There was eight yard box. <laughs> What is going on? What's eight yard box. Cricket? No, that's eleven. Uh, Sorry, man. You know the eight yard box. Um, <laughs> yeah, that definitely sound like Americans talking about soccer. Um, six yard box. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, he's he's tried to push it through Zedison's legs, and he's just closed his legs, and it, that was it. It was it was an absolute shocker of a miss. Uh, he was, and then yeah, Berg's gone. Ah. Oh. I see you, old man. I can also do that. <laughs> and he's actually pulled it off. But um, uh, the big change for for Yetabori, where they brought him on a half time, Berg, and he di he didn't really influence the game too much until then. But it was Astrid uh, Selmani, mm. the new signing. Yeah, he new signing. He totally changed the game. He he, did. he, yeah, so, he looks um, quality. I watched some uh, extra content about this game, and it was mm. by a YouTuber, and his uh, channel's called the Hungarian Football Vlogger. That's quite oh, random. Really? Nice, but actually, uh, like the, the channel was re like it was reasonable and the content was pretty good. Like, so if anyone has a chance, 
give him a little watch, see what you think of his stuff. He goes around a lot of Swedish places because I think actually he might mm. be living in Sweden, but he goes around a lot of the European places and does like a, a like a this is how this match was at this arena and stuff. It's quite mm. it's fun to oh, watch. Nice. Anyway. Uh, but he was speaking to some Gothenburg fans before the game, um, mm. and like I know football fans always have their rose glass glasses on like rose tinted glasses on like you two have got such rose tinted glasses for arsenal it's like <laughs> you, you are prime examples andy of all people <laughs> like he, he is on the jack wiltshire world beater bandwagon from the, like, he's, <laughs> Mate, he's up there don't forget that one night in barcelona <laughs> one night in barcelona anyway mm, that um, one season for bolton yeah but the gothenburg fans <laughs> They were so optimistic. They were like, yeah, no, I think I'm pretty sure we're going to win this one. And I was thinking, fuck, you've been terrible all season. Why have you got this? And they both, like the two people he was chatting to, both brought up this new signing saying, I think he's going to come on and I think he's going to change the game. Yeah. It turns out they were right. He's an Alsvenskan legend. Yeah, he was at Hammerby yeah. uh, 21 22. He scored 21 goals in 58 games for Hammerby. Mm. Okay. Um, and he's got a bit about him. He definitely he, he looked the part in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he joined from Varbro's boys. He, he was okay. he, he worked yeah. his way from Varbro's boys to Hammerby. He's got a lot of and goals. Then he went to, a lot of goals. And then he went to the best club in the world, Hapoel Beershava, as in proper B-E-E-R. Oh, the Beershava. Israeli club. Yeah, the Israeli club. Um, and yeah, didn't really make much of an impact there. He went to Midgetland, mm. so he's got he's got a real you know thing for for names. Yeah, um, and now he's ended up at Yotta Boring. So, and I think I think you're right, Mike. He could he could definitely add something to yeah. that team. And that he, he's barely creativity. played in two years as well. Right. So fresh. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, he looked interesting. Although he did only compete one out of his two passes, mm. um, uh, and he had zero out of one crosses. But he, yeah, he 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 won some ground jewels. He dribbled a bit. He looked interesting. Um, yeah. He looked like a decent player. Yeah, I think it's more on the eye test. The way that he was like uh, yeah. closing people down, the way he was demanding so much more of the players around him, is huge difference. Yeah. Like he would raise the level. But yeah, Yotta boring. Get away with a win mm. uh, against um, Animal Park, and that was definitely one of the biggest surprises of a very surprising week. Um, Anything else to add on this match, lads? As much as I'm just going to put one thing out there and it's going to annoy Mike. As much as it would be hilarious for one of the big teams to go down, like my feeling is this the Al Svenskan needs all the big teams to stay in it. I'm with you. Mm. It, it, it really does. Like you need oh. Icor and you need Yetabori to, to be in this league to give it some yeah. legs. Because the fans at this at this stadium, yeah. I mean, they were the twelfth man. You know that yeah. old adage. Mm. Um, yeah. They were absolutely electric, and the atmosphere was brilliant. Yeah, I thought the 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 Your Gordon fans were louder than them for about half an hour in the middle of the game when they were one 0 up. When they were winning. Yeah, when they were winning and then nothing. But yeah, I mean <laughs> But but you Gordon always have good fans. Like the Stockholm clubs always have yeah. good support. But but I mean, as a as a as a wise listener once pointed out, you know, we can't just think about the Stockholm clubs. No. No, <laughs> exactly. He's got a bit quiet, our friend. Um I don't know. Um but we'll get we'll, we'll get back to you at some point, mate. Um, um yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I think I think you're right, Neil. I think you're on something. I think we need the big teams in the Alsvenskin. Well, yeah. see, what, what I would say to that is that these big teams are in Alsvenskan. They're underperforming massively and Swedish football is underperforming massively. So what you actually really need is you need these big teams to get their shit together, <laughs> like properly. True. 
and help Swedish football because they're doing nothing. They're signing 36-year-olds. They're yeah. they're languishing down there. I mean, AOK is showing some signs of rejuvenation, but like if you're a big club in Sweden, you've got to do something like uh, with it. You can't just yeah. rest upon reputation because yeah. they're sinking for the recruit- a reason. The recruitment's got to be better, hasn't it? They should be able to pull all of the good players from the lesser teams, shouldn't they? That should this be is, yeah, this for is them to do. Jamie Roche, mm. why is it? Why did you get <laughs> exactly? I mean, and see, also in this game, Euro Gordon started with two players that were playing for Örebro a couple of weeks ago, and Örebro yeah. are right down there, at the bottom of Superetta, and, and these players did not look out of place in Alsvenskan. Right. So, what that, does that tell that you about is, the level? That is actually one of my takeaways. Mm. I mean, of course, sometimes. I mean, actually, sometimes it's not often. You you never get someone who's you know playing in the lower half Championship club that suddenly walks into the Premier League and starts every game. Yeah. Um, but then I suppose the, the the gap there is pretty big. But mm. the fact that the gap is so small from Alsvenska and Superetta and bottom I think of it's also the because, Superetta, right? Exactly. But I think it's because teams ping pong quite often. They're, mm. they're up and down. They're up for a few years, down for a few years. Like there's no consistency really outside of the big the big few teams. But hey, let's move on. Um, Yota Boring get a two one win um, at home to Animal Park. Massive win for them. Big dent in New Gordon's faint title hopes but you know they're still pushing for Europe so let's see mm. speaking of bottom of the table uh AIK met Bromma who are now actually near the bottom of the table <laughs> uh, which is quite surprising because they were they were the they were the best team in Stockholm for a while mm. and now they're, they're they're getting sucked into this relegation battle I tell you um Mike you had some extra eyes on this game yeah what happened yeah, so a bit of a um, wait. You know our old buddy Omar Farai, aka oh, Nigel, Nigel Farage. Yeah, Nigel Farage. Yeah. Um, for our newer listeners, uh, just a bit of context here. In one of the first episodes, Neil pronounced Omar Farai as uh, Omar Farage. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's stuck, and he's never going to live that down. But yes, this match was all about Nigel. Uh, he came on in the seventy-second minute when the scores were one-one. And scored two times in two minutes in two separate ends of the pitch to make it two two. His own goal is hilarious. Yeah. He yeah. shrugs it in the net. You know like when Mario Balotelli scored with a chest one yard out for Man that's City what, many years ago. That's, that's exactly what, Farage, what that is. That's exactly what Farage has done. Hmm? <laughs> oh, Farage. Yeah. And his other one needs to kind of it was it was almost the same, but it was with his head, not his shoulder. But it was the same kind of yeah. movement, same shit. Yeah. Hmm. Just... It's what he's got. It's his one trick. <laughs> yeah, I can do it at both ends. <laughs> well, he's oh, he's already he's putting John Gadetti out of a job there. With uh... he's not. He's gonna, got he's one trick. On oh. <laughs> John Gadetti's not getting back on that pitch anytime soon, is he? Yeah, no, I was gonna say, he must be fourth choice now. It looks it because at, at the two least. strikers that started on the weekend, and then Omar Farai comes on. So that yeah, that's three of them, and uh, they they brought back Kim Poika. He was in uh, Sunderland's academy a while back as well. Um, yeah. so they got yeah. another striker there now as well. So they yeah. they don't need Big John. But um, yeah, no. my main takeaway from this match uh, was that how more at home Brummer looked playing at a big stadium on a big pitch than AIK do. That um, makes oh. sense. Like this pitch suited Bromma. They looked made mm. for it. They looked made for a, a stadium yeah. like this. And AIK looked like the smaller team. They were playing 4 4 2, lumping the ball in the box. Oh, God. I hate 4 4 2. I don't know if I've ever mm. mentioned that on this podcast before. <clears throat> mm. I can't stand it. Can't stand it. It really, really upsets me. 
Yeah. But that was it, really. I mean, um, yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Omar Farai is the, is the big thing for this match. And uh, Are you not going to talk about the Bromer Poikin a goalkeeper curse? A little bit. Lucas, Lucas Hegjonsson. Yeah, he was doing his the best. The saviour of <laughs> Bromer Poikina after two goalies are both absolutely, well, shot them in the foot the entire season. And then he makes a mistake leading to a goal in his second or third game. He gets a 4.5 rating on foot mob. Um, yeah, uh, not not his best game. No, um, but he was okay. Who, it, 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 I guess the, the second goal, maybe he could have done more on it. And the first one... He's a back post header. Like I, I don't know how much more he could have done. He was decent, like playing with the ball and passing it out. But I mean, yeah. I think I it mean, was a... three saves, mm. two goals conceded, an XG face of one point six, but two goals conceded, mm. uh, and then seventy percent passing accuracy. I suppose that's an upgrade. That does, yeah, that's that's really good for a goalkeeper. But I, I, <laughs> I think with um, like ARK didn't really attack that much, and it, it's kind of. Brommer might have deserved this victory, but mm. the goals he did concede were a bit unfortunate. Let's say wet. That. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. Yeah, so two two Aik Brommer, and now Brommer are only four points ahead of Aik. Mm. Uh, how the yeah. fuck did that happen? It wasn't I'm going to so take a ago. wild guess, and I don't know how my maths works. That they were also four points ahead of them last week. Neil, you <laughs> how did are that? some kind Whoa. of genius. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I was just blown away. First, you but win yeah. the quizzes, then you throw some absolute, like, Einstein esque equations at us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, here's my opinion is that AIK are going to finish above Brommer in some weird way this yeah. season. I think, unfortunately, you are right. Yeah. Um, so Brommer will, unfortunately, as much as it was fun that they were the best team in Stockholm for a while, are actually going to be the worst team in Stockholm by the end of the season. <laughs> oh, and it's don't all count Scott Hammerby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 easy. They've won, they won four out of five. Yeah. But also, uh, I think we can all put this down to the day that Olaf Melberg took away the Bouncer Castle. Um, since then, it's been an absolute shit show. Yeah. Oh, and of course, selling his son for, for, for gold coins. Yeah, yeah. Being... See at the Habsburg table. Exactly. Or the Red Bull table. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There you go. Right. Oh. Um, Neil, you had a little bit of a, uh, you know, a winning lottery ticket here. You got to watch Varberg's boys against BK Bush. And my question to you is, is it the clearest penalty you've seen all season? <laughs> I've literally written, like, full on, literally written in my notes, penalty was the clearest penalty this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally looking at my notes going, how has Andy seen my notes? This isn't on the shared document. It's literally no, my notes. No, it's brilliant. But it's, I, I, when I saw it, I thought of you because I thought, you know, even you can't argue this one. You love arguing a penalty. But this one, I mean, it's, it's, it's the stupidest tackle you'll see in a while. Um, it just takes him out as he's about to shoot. Yeah. So it's, Who uh, was it? Linda takes out. Linda, Linda. takes out. Christic or I said last week Linda gave away a penalty last week and I said yeah. I said on the on the one man show that he's the clumsiest defender in Alsvenskan and he's done it again oh, he's, he's done it again well done good shout Mike and good shout Andy you're both correct this was possibly <laughs> the most predictable result of the weekend however so it was 2-0 to Hecken uh, Hecken yeah, yeah. a second in the league and Varbury are proper shite at the bottom <laughs> um, so yeah and so what can you say? Most predictable result of the week. Hecken have won four out of five. Barbara have lost four out of five. 
clear penalty um, and it was a Leone that just uh, placed the penalty into the corner. Very simple. Uh, second half, Barre uh, didn't really put up much of a fight. Uh, just sort of stayed. Hecken probably were better in the second half mm. than they were in the first. Um, and then finished it up in the 86th minute um, with Yusuf on a breakaway. Nice, calm finish. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. who is this fella wearing the number 10? Um like Tunisian international, has he just come back from injury or something? Because he he's only played one game this year, but he's played forty eight times for Hecken, and he wears the number ten. Um, never heard of him. Yeah, it was tidy finish. So whoever the fella is, he's 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 got a bit he of in him. Yeah, he's he been he's decent. been out injured all season, and also in this game they brought in uh, their new signing Hristic. Yeah, the guy with yeah. all the consonants. Yeah, and um, oh no, it's not that guy. They have another. This is uh, Hristich, not um, the other one who is called. He wasn't even on the Hristich. bench. It's the. Um... No, I'm thinking of Hristich. He's the H R T S. Yeah, but the other guy was Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. So they've just signed Hristich. He's their record signing, and he scored in the in the Europe. Um, Europa League qualifiers midweek against yeah. a Lithuanian team, um, but he's come in. He's uh, he's apparently one ninety four. Leuni is one ninety two. Uh, Gustafsson's over one ninety. Like this team is a team of giants now. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm, so they can brilliant. see over, the, it, so they the can see over that big bush back. of theirs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we said, we talked about the bush getting trimmed. It's definitely mm. it's springtime now because the bush is growing back. Uh, it's looking, it's looking, it's looking beautiful now. And you know, I definitely, I definitely will take credit when they win the league this year. Um, <laughs> uh, as, I, as I called on the mid-year review, it was an important win for them. At the same time, as Malmo, Eurogordon, uh, and Alsbury all losing this weekend. Yeah, so this has mixed yeah. things up big time in the in the race. And yeah, that top um, three is tight. Yeah, yeah, it's tight. Hmm. Um, but the, one of the, the, the things, one of my takeaways to this game is, uh, yeah, Varberg's boys, as you say, Neil, are pretty shite. And they're one sort of shining light, Eliton Jr., who was, you know, tearing it up for them a couple of weeks in a row. Um, he's now left the club on loan to a Finnish team um, called KUPS. And they're again, one of the better Finnish teams. Yeah, I think they were in Europe yeah, as well. Yeah, so. they're top of the league. Um, so he's definitely mm-hmm. he's definitely looking to to win a trophy rather than get relegated. But why would you, if you're Varbeg's boys, why would you loan him out? I, why would you loan him out? Madness. And I, he liked our photo. Remember, uh, a team of the yeah. week, and unliked it. So right. maybe maybe there, you know, there was maybe a sign. The... Oh, yeah, got, I know what happened. I know what happened. Yeah. Uh, this is my guess. Uh, some of our Finnish listeners, I'm guessing mm. Tommy. Maybe this Tommy guy yeah. is like. He's the, the managing director of KUPS. Mm. And then Elton Jr. liked our post. Tommy saw him and then he recruited him, told him to take away the like so we didn't see the line. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. That's, I guess that's what happened. Mm. But I mean, if you're Vibex boys <laughs> and you loan your best player midway through the season when you're about to get relegated, uh, I mean... I, I don't know. It's lost for words. Lost for words. And that will be the nail in their coffin. Um, I've already had them mm. relegated in my mind this season. Yeah. But I, I just don't see any way for them to come back. Because he was he was so integral to the way they were setting up with his long throws yeah. and with his pace and on his the counter well. and his pressing and all, like and his technique. He was way better than Varbury's boy. So I'm not surprised he's moved. But I am surprised right. where he's ended up. It doesn't 
seem to make much sense. It would make m- yeah. more sense to me if he ended up in uh, Holland, like right. uh, at Excelsior, where they've got all those other Swedes. Like, yeah, exactly. The Bromma striker <laughs> that never played, uh, Omar Roywa, and yeah, he scored classic, and got an assist but... the other day in the, in the Dutch league. <laughs> but this is the thing loan him to a random finish team mm. very very odd bit of business not sure what they gained from that um, but yes Neil as you say BK Bush 2 Varbo's boys nil and that moves us on to Helmstad versus Nor Sherping which I guess nobody would have guessed that this would have the most goals of the week <laughs> the joint most goals of the week mm. um, Helmstad and their sort of impenetrable defence Defense, oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Defense, there you go, Neil. Um, oh, mate, I'll worry about you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> mate, I swear, Sweden is making my English worse because the Swedes Get your speak... defense sorted out in that eight yard box, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I swear, I, I blame Sweden for my English disappearing because, um the American twang and Americanisms of their English. But anyway, I, I let's be honest, it's completely my fault. I've messed up the quiz and called the defense, defense, no defense, defense. I don't even know what's going on what's anymore. What's what anyway, anymore, yeah. What's what, what's up, what's you down? Even, you even had a case of the shits mid-recording, Andy, so it's been yeah, a really iffy true. evening mm. for you. It's been a very successful episode for me. Mm. But anyway... 4,227 Helmstead fans basked in the glorious sunshine while watching their team take on Norshepping, possibly the most meh team in the whole league. Um, but that that changed. Um, they only had to wait 17 minutes until Amir Ali Amari scored a header. Um, a wonderful ball in by Short Shorts himself, Mr. Phil Afusuai. Um, I definitely think they're getting shorter each week, his shorts. Um, and yeah, 1-0 Helmstad, and it all looked like it was going swimmingly. And you think, okay, Andreas Jonsson is playing centre-back. That must mean Helmstad will keep a clean sheet. Hmm. But no, um, Vito Hamishroy Mistrati. Up there, best names in the Elsvenskan, actually. Definitely. And I love the fact that his on the back of his shirt, he's just put Vito, because, yeah, Hamishroy Mistrati. Mistrati is, is is a mouthful. Do you remember when you had to pay for the letters on the shirt? Like how many letters you got on the shirt back at oh, back at the armory? At that's why he's done veto, isn't he? I reckon it's a bit like that now. Like you have to you have to pay for every every letter. Well, and how much weight Mistrati must go around like in a, <laughs> in a circle on the shirt? Like that'd be amazing. Yeah, I remember Hal Robson Carnu. Um, used to have that whole bloody Jan Jan Venegor of Hesselink. Oh, legend, legend. But you know what, Mike? Maybe you're on Mm. something because half the teams the Elsvenskan don't have names on the back. Do you reckon Mm. the players have to pay for their own names on the back of their shirts? Probably. And maybe that's why Hamashwaj Mishrati has gone for veto because he can't afford more than four letters. (laughs) Um, And yeah, everyone at Mielby is just like, nah, not going to (laughs) happen. Must be it. Must be it. I'm onto something. I Mm. feel it. But he had a storm. Right, this guy. He had an absolute stormer. Um, he pulled one back thirteen minutes later with an absolute screamer from just inside the box, mm. the the twenty one yard box. Um, <laughs> no, nothing, no. Neil. No reaction. I'm just, I like to be honest. I like you feel me with disappointment this whole episode. So just keep going, mate. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> good to be back. Um, yeah, he pulled one back, and uh, and then they took the lead two minutes later. Um, Neiman. Um, turn the match on his head after a bit of chaos in the box. Um, it definitely looked like 
uh, Helmstead had a severe case of um, like Gen X talking to Gen Z, um, you know, Andreas Johansson trying to talk to Phil Afusuai and, and the rest of them just not being able to communicate uh, and maybe he didn't understand the emojis and the communication, but he, he, it was nothing going on there in the Helmstead box. It was all a bit mad. Um, and they were, they were two one down all of a sudden. And then Neil, as you say, an absolute moment of genius from Vito um, just killed the game in the 74, 78th minute. Mm. So for those of you that hadn't seen it, he picked the ball up in his own half, powered through, and then looked up. You see him look up, see the keeper is in absolute no man's land. Uh, and he just dinks an outrageous chip from his own half. Um, a stunning, absolutely stunning finish. Mm. Goal of the season for me. A masterclass in awareness and finishing from Norsherping's number 10, Mr. Vito, who's starting to become a little bit of a talisman for them. Um, mm. And he's, he's starting, Norsherping, they looked actually quite interesting in this game. Um, but I guess that will change again next week. They got their new Icelandic uh, player, um, left winger. Yeah, he's, he, as you said last week, they should be uh, IFK Iceland or Sherping. But right. they they had a they had a new winger starting for them. Who uh, looks quite decent actually. Uh, yeah, whose name is Sigurdsson. I was just waiting for you to say his name because I cannot say this. It's, it's not Sigurdsson. Sig- no way, is no, it? No, it's not Sigurdsson. 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 Once upon a time, it was Sigurdsson, and then he thought, this isn't good for my publicity. I've got to add some different <laughs> syllables. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um, but yeah, Isaac, as we'll call him, because that name is is, is mouthful. Um, you got an assist. He's only 19. Yeah, yeah, he got an assist, 19 years old. Mm. Um, they must have like a conveyor belt of players like just going from Iceland straight into North Sherping's academy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, just he, to, was, he was lively. Just to, just to jump back onto um, the keeper being in no man's land, Yeah, I think we might be able to rename no man's land. Like, oh, yeah? I think, I think we can start calling it. I've got two options. But I think we can either call it Al Svenskan land because keepers are constantly <laughs> caught out of position in this league. <laughs> or we can call it Onana land because he is constantly in that spot. Yeah. So, or we can oh, go. I like Onana land. Onana land. Or we can go Ono Man's land. Like Onana, Ono, Ono, Onama, No Man's land. Onama, no. Just Onama land. Let's go Onama. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> No, you had me. You had me at Onana Land. I think Onana that sounds Land. amazing. He's in Onana Land. Yeah, he, he was yeah. absolutely in Onana Land. Yeah, Tottenham are playing United this weekend. I'm quite interested to see how much Onana Land is is used. Oh, oh James Madison's going to chip him for four say, yards. I was yeah, just yeah, about yeah, to say, yeah. what are the odds nah. on a James Madison forty yard finish? He's got the technique um, for that for sure. He should be looking has. at. We should eight nil. Talk to talk to Ange. Talk to Big Ange and tell him. Yeah, Madison. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's clued up. <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah, yeah. North get a win. Uh, I don't really know what that does for them. And Helms to lose, and I don't really know what that does for them. To you, you, said, just... you said mm. North were the most near team in the league, but I have an argument that Helmstad and North and maybe 
uh, Kalmar. They're, they're all yeah. in the that, that is the three, boat. and they're probably going to finish like yeah. in s- eight, land. nine, ten, uh, like yeah. just literally old school park. Premier League mid table sort of thing. Right. Burnley, Stoke, and exactly. like Southampton. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. They're not going up. They're not going down. They're not doing anything right. much in the middle either. They're just mm. there. And and to be honest, for a newly promoted team like Helmstead, that is great success. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be considered a, a mid-table no man's land team. Yeah, yeah. definitely the best team uh, promoted team this season. So. I I reckon they might go for a quick shop visit down to that um, playoff spot. For um, getting Ooh. relegated, though, they're on a terrible run of form, Helmstad. Mm. They are. They spanked 5 0 as well. Yeah. Big Victor Granite's mm. going to come back, don't worry. Mm. Uh, and score some goals. The yeah. last team they anyway, beat was actually Norshirping randomly, but yeah. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> which is also weird. This whole f- reverse fixture is very close to each other. It really confuses me because mm. uh, next week it's it's Gordon Malmo. I swear we were just at Gordon Malmo. Yeah, we uh, were, weren't we? Yeah. Very confusing. Anyway, anyway, serious Kalmar, Mike. Yes. All right. So th- this match was done by twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, massive win for Sirius. They really needed this. Uh, they would be right down there with AIK, or even below AIK, perhaps if this if the scores didn't go their way this weekend. But yeah, they really needed this, and the Kalmar defense this match seemed like they were trying to do a a pastiche or a, a parody of early twentieth century silent comedies <laughs> a lot of physical comedy a lot of slapstick sort of thing just <laughs> ridiculous stuff they were doing charlie chaplin-esque charlie chaplin-esque yeah the, um the first they conceded was an absolute disaster class of a goal balls played in by person abu ali scuffs it deflects into setra then again into lindahl but then he manages to turn it goal bound and also wipes his keeper out at the same time <laughs> the ball clearly goes over the line he then scoops it uh, out from just behind the goal line of his hand. And then the funniest (laughs) thing is, Tashik Matthews goes to poke it in after that. And Lindahl, who's just done that thing of his hand that everyone's seen, um, he's laying at the floor at this point, moves his hand out of the way really performatively to avoid a handball on the line, which he just did. Um, So that was hilarious. Um, Chaos. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. He got subbed at halftime. Yeah. Quite appropriate. Yeah, he had a nightmare. I mean, the second... Is even more calamitous defending. Um, higher, like uh, knocks in a failed clearance on the volley. Yeah, pretty pretty nice goal. On the uh, it was three nil on the nineteenth minute, courtesy of Yerk in person. With more terrible defending, uh, there's a really sloppy ball played across the pitch from Kalmar. Jansen can't get there. Person does breezes past him, and a nice low finish from outside the box. Keeper probably should have done better, but. The whole team should have done better in that move. You can't really blame the keeper if everyone was playing terribly. Yeah. At least Friedrich didn't get a red card this week. That was a positive. No, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that was the story of the game. 20 minutes in, those three goals, terrible defending. And then the rest of the game kind of petered out. Uh, Sirius looked good on the ball, as they always do. Nice passing. Their, their new Dutch centre midfielder looks like a good addition. He's tidy, isn't he? He's a, he's a Jamie Ross replacement for sure. Um, he can yeah. move the ball like 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 Jamie, but uh, he doesn't quite have the Ferrero Rocher uh, quality. <laughs> class. Uh, yeah, class. <laughs> yeah, but also Jeng was good in this game. One of our favourites here on the pod. He was. Uh, he was. Jeng is just such a good footballer. Yeah, he had a, he had another game. Ninety eight percent passing accuracy. Yeah. 
He's just, he's just, he's just an absolute baller. This like, kid. I would love to see him in like a really good team or like in a really yeah. good academy, and just to see yeah. what they could get out of him because he's doing this like hitting over ninety percent in almost every game he's playing, and he's averaging ninety one percent on the season. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. And uh, his long balls as well are accurate. The way he can. He changes the tempo up of the pitch is very interesting yeah. as well. Like he will like play a couple of quick passes and then you know Sirius are gonna are gonna start building faster. And he's yeah, we're 18, 19. He's um 18. 18, yeah. yeah. Two thousand and five he was born. God, that makes me feel really old. Oh god, that's when Vieira left. That <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. But yeah, what a player. Mm. But three nil. Um Pretty, uh, pretty clinical from Sirius, um, and yeah, Kalmar just like Norshepping and Helmster, mm. meh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Just to finish up from from on that was that Sirius should not be that far down the table. No, they're like no. such a good football inside to watch. Right. Mm. Uh, they should be creeping up. I think they'll be fine. I don't think they're in any danger because they they have quality behind it i just feel like they've just had they've just been out of luck yeah that's that's yeah. a big thing with them recently, i think i think so they're, they're all their stats that we've been saying this all season show they are a good team they're a top six team on paper yeah but yeah results aren't going that way can anyone tell me what the hell happened to milita rajevic who looked like an absolute wrecking ball and was smashing in the goals the first he was few shocking weeks in of the this season match. Yeah, I saw that the fun fact about him in this game is that he had the least amount of touches of any outfield player yeah. to play 90 minutes. He had 24 touches in the whole game. Mm. Um, he played 90 minutes and he's getting 6.5 ratings every week. It's just, uh, what happened? I don't know what if they've changed something up, but they don't seem to play with him anymore. He seems to no. be like a passenger in the team. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they've changed, but it doesn't look right, so... Something is not right in the Golden Chicken Arena. But um, <laughs> see, Neil, I do know the grounds. I told you. Um, <laughs> and, and what is Sirius's ground called that they played the game at? Student Valen. No, Studentinus. Studentinus. Hmm. Damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just added Valen at the end of everything just because that seems to be what yeah. we do in Sweden. Um, I think yeah. I might have given you half a point for that if it was a quiz situation. Oh, thank Still. you. Appreciate. Well, actually, I don't know that you taking pity on me makes me feel worse about myself because that means I've hit a you real. You should feel run. pretty bad about yourself <laughs> at the moment. Oh dear. Well, Neil, why don't you cheer me up and tell me about the Hammerby Ellsford game? Yeah, so we'll, we'll start with Hammer, Hammerby. They're obviously trying to recover from getting knocked out of the Europa Conference League in the 115th minute um, in their in their game against Twenty, which was their last competitive match. Because um, actually, the Swedish league did a really good job of rearranging fixtures to try and help their clubs in Europe yeah. take a hint. Premier League, please. Right. Um, but it didn't help yeah, them, uh, which, is, which is annoying. Because <laughs> it would have uh, been yeah, great yeah. if the teams would have actually done well, but. Yeah, but I still think like this, it gave them a bigger chance, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, 20 are a pretty half all right team. Mm, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect Hammerby, and it's been fairly close, but they have gone out mm. in uh, extra time there. Um, so, yeah, but then they had a tough fixture against uh, Aldersbury, and, uh, well, Hammerby have actually come away with a win. Um, yeah, it's quite baby. A, yeah, Andy must have been happy with this. Um, was... It's quite a good goal as well. It's beautiful. Um, Nalich yeah, so, is, is classy. He is classy, but Besra, oof. 
Yeah, so exactly, right? So Arabi gets absolutely taken out on the halfway line. Yeah. Um, which probably should have been a free kick. So a bit of credit to the ref for like yes. playing a bit of advantage. Okay. Uh, the ball pops out to Bessera and he hits a first time ball through the middle, which is so it's good. So good. Honestly, so good. Kevin De Bruyne does that and the internet breaks. <laughs> it is one of the De Bruyne won't be doing it for three or four months though, because that Whee! bastard's injured again, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, along with Timber. Um uh, the ball gets played over the top by Bessera. Nalic with a cheeky little chip uh, to put the ball in the back of that. It's a lovely goal. It a is. lovely goal. It's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. It was a fairly even game, surprisingly. I thought Hammerby would be in for a bit of a rough one, but they yeah. uh, actually did quite well. It's um, lucky even... Ockles doesn't play FIFA um, <laughs> because he missed an absolute golden opportunity to do mm. what Neil does every time he goes down the pitch on FIFA. Square it across mm. the box for a tap in. Mm-hmm. Um, he went a little bit. He got a little bit, a little bit hot headed there. I think. But Andy, yeah. you were you were really impressed with Hammer in particular, Hammer Hammerby. The Hammer from Hammerby. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one of my most hated players in the Hammerby team who actually <laughs> who actually played really well. Um, but yeah, no, he 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 was really good. He was here, there, and everywhere. Because mm. um, the Alsbury the um, like build up was ruined by him. Time and he time again, it. yeah. He's he is Park Ji Sung reincarnated. Mm. He's just a he's a wrecking ball. He just he and against bigger teams, mm. he's fantastic. Against the smaller teams, he's hugely limited in what he can do to affect mm. the yeah. game. I think um, I think for Alsbury, when you're playing against them, you need someone to disrupt that flow early. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. and, and uh, Hammerby did a good job of doing so. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was even stats and even shots. Um, but did uh, anyone think that Strand should have got a red card at the end of the match? <laughs> Absolute madman. You were oh, saying, wh- why didn't Ericsson, why wasn't he the Vinnie Jones award winner? Yes. But Seaman Strand. Oh, my days. So, He's anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah, Hammerby clear the ball quite late on, and it goes miles up the pitch. And Strand, there's a uh, there's an Ellsbury player who just picked up. I can't remember who it is. Uh, but Strand runs from miles away and sprints at him, and it does some sort of crazy man's slide yeah, tackle yeah. bullshit. It, I don't know. It's borderline it red for me. That mm. I mean, first of all, Seamus Strand don't ever change. Um, <laughs> But secondly, yeah. how that isn't a red card, fucking hell, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. You guys called him out as a nutcase from day one, mm. and he's he's living up to it. Well, mm. I'll tell you why. Day 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 one, um, me and Mike were talking to our friend Sana, who, who works at, at Hammerby, and um, and she said, "Oh, I'm so happy we got you know we got a new a new wing back." And I, mm. she was like, "And he's nuts. He's going to fit in perfectly." And I was like, oh, "All right." <laughs> First match I saw him, it was it was in the cup game against um, uh, AIK. AIK, and he yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, this guy, this guy's going to yep. be fun." He's got a yellow he's like absolutely... almost every game. It feels like literally, yeah. he's box office. Mm. Honestly, mm. he's box office. Don't ever change, mate. Don't ever change. <laughs> but I mean, speaking about um, don't ever change it is it's actually nice to see that there has been a change in mr besra or basara mm. as he's probably called um 18 games this year very slow start how many goal contributions do you think he has i reckon he's got about six seven assists and about four goals no oh for fuck's sake well that's ruined it mike i should have asked neil oh, shit, uh, he has 
Seven assists and four goals. There we go. Cool. Good Brilliant. job. Good job, Mike. <laughs> Cheers. God, ruined that one. See, I, I was getting done in for my knowledge of uh, the, the stadiums earlier. Right. <laughs> you wanted to shine, yeah. did you? Um, <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, so he has he has, um, his 13. Right, no, hold on. He has 11 goal contributions. Good maths there. See, Neil, you should be doing the maths on the show. Um, 11 Former goal contributions man. in 18 games. Um, seven assists. <laughs> Uh, and he's really starting to make Hammerby tick. Um, and I think the formation change has definitely helped with that. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, because Nalich was playing a bit more centrally, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was. Anyway, right, yeah. you, uh, I'll, I'll, leave, yeah. I'll leave it I'll leave it on the TED talk yeah. there. <laughs> um, right, Hammerby get a, a very important 1-0 win. Um, Elsborg failed to capitalise on Malmo losing. Um, and yeah, it's 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 kind of um, it's on for Europe for Hammerby. The charge is on. Let's see what happens. Moving on, we have Vernema against Degerfosh, and as probably all three of us could have projected, this was an absolute dull, dull affair. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a grey day at Finviedsvallen, which I also know the arena of. There you go. You're welcome. Um, uh, and 2,655 fans in attendance. Um, and now when you have a crowd of that magnitude, you know, 2,600 people, mm. it's really important to have good toilet solutions, right? I mean, if you have an event, 2,600 people come up. Well, luckily... Um, for Vernimo fans, just mm. behind the goal, there's five porta potties behind the Vernimo goal, racked up in brilliant. a nice little line. I mean, it's brilliant. Uh, again, yeah. Do you know why this could be? Because right. last week I did mention that they got the best pizza parlor in the world, or one of the best pizza parlors oh, in the yeah. world. Um, true. So this could be for their gluten-free <laughs> clients. <laughs> You're taking uh, a stab at gluten intolerant people now, Mike. Jesus I, Christ. I literally suffer from it as well if I have too much. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you do go watch a game and, you know, nature does call, you can take a poo with the door open and you won't miss a moment of the action. I think that... What's that more to love about sounds, that? And you would almost definitely be on a reel on our Insta page by the end of it all. <laughs> exactly. Oh, please. Yeah. Somebody do that. Yeah, so any of those nice Vernimo fans mm. that uh, I met last week, if you're uh, there at a home game, you know yes. you know, you know what to do. If you're right? a Vernimo yeah. fan and you're missing, you're listening mm. to this podcast, go to one of the porta potties, wave, mm. um, and let's see if we see you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah but, um, but this has to be one of the biggest robberies of the season, doesn't it, this result? Uh, yeah, uh, 100%. Mm. I mean, if you look at the first half highlights, they could be summarised in 20 seconds as there were like two half chances and one okay-ish save from the Degenfosh mm. goalkeeper. Now, actually, before we go into that, I wonder if anyone can actually name the Degenfosh goalkeeper without looking, who's apparently played 14 times this season. It's Rushback. Rushback. Oh, for God's sake, Mike. Why? What's wrong with you now? Why are you pulling all these... Stats and names out. I, I don't know. Because uh, I know you them. To give us credibility in the quiz. <laughs> I don't know. I got them all mixed up. Literally. But yeah. <laughs> Sondra, the pressure, wasn't it? It was the pressure. The pressure. Rosbach. Mm. Um, <laughs> I probably just butchered his name because he's Norwegian and they have weird letters mm. that I haven't, haven't learned. Yeah, you wanted him in Team of the Week, right? But I think uh, I put somebody else. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, which is disgraceful because he actually was quite good. Mm. Um, now, the second half was kind of more of the same. Um, and then 
as the sun was setting on Finnvid's Valen. Roshbach, the aforementioned mm. goalkeeper I'd never really sort of noticed uh, in this league, he lumped a ball downfield. It bounced over a couple of midfielders and into the path of our very own psychopath, Campos. Mm. And he swept home a 94th minute winner, giving an assist to the goalkeeper. Um, and it was it was the defending of a team getting dragged into a relegation battle uh, from Venema. And yeah, Degfors got away with a 1-0 victory. Um, and as I've said kind of many times on this pod, if Degerfors do stay up, someone in the Degerfors leadership group needs to build a statue in honor of Diego Campos, aka Luis mm. Suarez, outside their ground, because he is the only mm. one on that team um, doing anything, really. But yeah. to your point, Neil, Venema, 20 shots on goal, uh, mm. three times higher XG than Degerfors. They had over 600 passes to Degerfors' 169. That's 69% accuracy. Mm. Uh, and they still somehow managed to lose. They totally dominated this game mm. and then switched yeah. off for one second and lost. Yeah. But I think yeah. they're a good so team, much. though, Venomo. And I, I, this is, yeah. I don't know how, how much we can take from this result. Like, are they going to keep falling? I think, I think they're in trouble, mate. Yeah. I think they, they don't, they switched off in the 94th minute in one of the most mm. crucial games of their season. These are the points you got to win. Yeah. Degerfors coming into town doing absolutely nothing. Mm. They had 169 passes the whole game. Yeah. And, 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 and they lost. Mm. Um, it's difficult. On another day, it could have been easily Werner Moe winning that 2 0, but it's sure. just, uh, yeah. But. This is relegation form, unfortunately, relegation defending. Mm. And that scares me because I do, like you, Mike, I have a little mm. bit of soft spot for Venema. I want them to stay up. And they were impressive against Bromma, I say, last week. Um, so it's it's interesting. Like They're almost in that serious boat, which we talk about. Mm. They are indeed. Um, indeed they are. Mm. Let's move on to the final game of the week. Um, this is a Mike special. This is Mielby, um, a.k.a. Dandra Village against Malma. <laughs> Um, what went on? Yeah. How, 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 how did everyone know Malma lost? Yeah. So how the hell did that happen? All right. So what did I, what did I say last week? I, I said last week, don't sleep on Mielby. And what did Mielby do? You did. They beat Malmo and also put me to sleep in the process of doing so. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So, so Mielby have done the double over Malmo. Honestly, yeah. if Mielby were in the Europa Conference League qualifiers, They'd still be in the competition, right? Because <laughs> they they are one thing that most Asvenskan sides aren't, and that is tough to beat. Melby yeah. Melby do not play to win. Winning is just something that happens to them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they play not to lose, right? And oh. but, but here's the thing: Melmo didn't really seem like they were playing to win either. After about the first fifteen minutes, they didn't seem to have the urgency. They couldn't take control of the tempo of the game. Like Mielby were doing the absolute best of that. They gave away 17 fouls, really slowing the game down every time and every chance they had. And I know uh, Pontus Janssen was uh, pretty pissed off after this one. Uh, did you hear what he said? <laughs> no. Uh, so he basically said, uh, the only thing you see in our Svenskan is the goalkeepers laying on the ground. So... <laughs> He said that he was he was pointing out like a Turnquist, um, who was the Mialbi keeper in this game, who was an expert at this type of time wasting 
of every time he got the ball, he would take it, lay on the ground, waste 10 seconds at a time, you know, and then waste another couple of seconds right afterwards. And uh, yeah, but he had, he had an extra game, Turnquist. He's the, he actually, he got on our team of the week ahead of uh, Ross back. Yeah. Um, but he, he, did. he had nine saves and faced an XG of 1.5. Uh, but he, yeah, he was impressive. Um, and the goal for Mielby was classic Mielby way. Uh, Herman Johansson with a header from a set piece. And, it uh, was the most awkward header I've seen in a while. Oh, he didn't yeah. get off the ground. No. He bends over to header it. Yeah. And if Cissé has got less of an, you know, uh, less of his mind focused on wrestling <laughs> and actually mm. just clearing the ball, yeah. it seems like an e- easy clearance. Yeah, I mean, there were two of them in there, or even three of them, that could have just claimed that, and they didn't. So that's Malmo yeah. um, shutting off for a second, like like Werner Mo did as well, losing the game. Yes. But it was exactly. it was so many chances for for, for Malmo, but Mielby and their defense were doing really well, and yeah. they didn't care about having the ball. Yeah, but you talked about uh, Janssen saying that goalkeepers are wasting time. Mm. The only people wasting anything in uh, these two matches against Mielby mm. are Malmo's forwards. Yeah. So, right. like over the course of two matches, Mielby have had nine shots. Right. <laughs> Over yeah. two matches, two in this yeah. game, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, two shots in the whole game, not two shots on target, mm. two shots, right? Yeah. And they had yeah. seven in the away fixture, mm. yeah, and they've had 25% possession <laughs> averaged over the two fixtures, <laughs> right? And you've got Malma over the two games, they've had 46 shots, <laughs> like 46. no way, yeah, no way, wow. 46 shots, yeah, and they've scored one. <laughs> They've scored one in forty-six <laughs> attempts against Mielby. Oh my god! Like, don't don't go blaming goalkeepers laying on the floor. Mm. Blame your fucking incompetent attack. <laughs> That's fucking nonsense. Yeah, fucking oh. nonsense. Neil, this is the inner Malma fan actually creeping out of you right now. I can see it. It's, it's just beautiful. damn incompetence. It's absolute incompetence. Mm. I don't. I don't. Uh, oh, I don't. But it, Shh, but, fucking Pontus Janssen, he's been poisoned to that club. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with Mielby is they seem to have this like aura around them that they can take control of the tempo of the game without them even realizing. And they can just <laughs> bore the life out of anyone. <laughs> and the other team is yeah. just powerless to stop this Mielby-itis or whatever it is. It just kind of, it paralyzes teams. Uh, I don't know what it is. Because they look like they're there for the taking. And then everything yeah. that Melma kept doing was just a little bit too weak, a little bit not enough of this, not enough of that. And Melby got in their heads. And yeah. Mel- Melby are living rent-free in everybody's Alsvenskan <laughs> yeah. head this year. They they are the <laughs> most boring, and they're still somehow like doing really well. Mm. What's that now? They're in sixth place. Mm. They're three points behind fifth, yeah. like Norsherping in fifth. They're only five points behind Euro Gordon, who, you know, at one point were looking like potentially making a push for the title. Yeah. Um, it is it is an abomination. They scored 20 goals this season. Um, <laughs> in 19 games. In 19 games, yeah. It's it's barely a goal a game. Mm. They've conceded 19 goals in 19 games. <laughs> it is, it's just unreal. Yeah. And yet they've only drawn four of 19. So it is it's one nil here. One, yeah, nil one there, two one here, yeah. nil nil there. Oh my days! It's it is an enigma, mm-hmm. uh, the Mielby enigma. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will actually finish second, Mike. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? They could do anything. Who knows? 
we certainly know fuck all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, congratulations, Mielby. Um, good away support, though, from Malmo. The mm. fans were, were lively. Mm-hmm. But um, that is uh, not what you want to do uh, when you're chasing uh, a league title. Yep. Um, it's mm-hmm. to lose to Mielby. Um, but, yeah, that rounds up the week's results. It was a weird one. Um, it was an odd one. Mm. Hammerby beat the league leaders. Malmo lost to Mielby. Um, North Sherping actually were entertaining. Um, and yeah, that's uh, surprises all round. <laughs> yeah, surprises all round. Right. So moving on, we move on to the Alsvenskan stock market. Ding, ding, ding. So go on, and Andy, you can go first on the stock market this week. Oh, you're too kind. Well, um, I alluded to a secret, super secret uh, stock market tip um, and i am buying the 352 formation um hammerby switched <laughs> to it they looked a much better team in the last few weeks and they, they're playing sort of a hybrid 352 um and it, it's looking good it's really working for them mm. um it's actually making them look like a decent club again which is fantastic the england's women team are taking over the world with this formation as well mm. and arsenal and city's attacking shape is 352 and this is the new 433 um, the best way to win games, uh, and it will eat the four four two for breakfast. The weird thing um, about the uh, the Arsenal City one is that they're taking inspiration from Herbert Chapman, the old right. Arsenal manager, the WM, exactly. inverted fullbacks. It's very strange that football has come all the way back around to Herbert it's Chapman's gone full Arsenal. Circle and uh, it has. Yeah, like Mielby also played with that formation as well. Um, they do against and Malmo. Three five two is when you've got the right players in those positions and you're well drilled. It is a very hard formation to break down, and a very strong formation when when attacking as well. So um, yeah, I'm buying the three five two. Uh, I'm buying it as wherever I can, and uh, whichever team <laughs> wants to start playing the three five two, yes, congratulations, you've made a good choice. Um, and don't be like AIK and play four four two because that's that it just screams Jan Anderson. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. We all know what that does. <laughs> so that is my buy. Uh, my sell this week is Elfs, Borgs, Impenetrable Defense. I'm selling it. Lager Bielke mm. has now been sold to Celtic. Oh, is it finalized? It's finalized. Oh. And that is a huge loss for the Elfs. Um, Hammerby sort of picked them apart. Lager Bielke's gone. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're sort of the title challenge started to peter off um, after Andreka left. Um, you know, lot of, they've lost a lot of good players. And um, Holmer as well BK Bush, left yeah, last exactly. week to Midgetland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, unlike BK Bush, they haven't really replaced them yet. So uh, it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm selling their impenetrable defence. I've said defence again. <laughs> Neil, why don't you carry on after that faux pas of mine? I'm not inviting the American back on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I am buying the Alice Fenskin run-in for the title. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's tasty. Because it's tasty. There's three teams at the top. There's one point between the three of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's nine games to go. Uh, that's, that's fun. That's yeah. good fun. Um, to keep an eye on. So you've got Malmö, Hecken and Alvesbury leading the way at the moment. Um, yeah, it should be really fun, really interesting. Literally any of those three can win it. Um, yep. 
a proper free horse race for it. it that's going to be it's going to be a, a good laugh to to keep an eye on. They're all capable of winning and beating anyone, and they're all capable of just having a random fuck up each week. Um, so no, that's, that's what I am buying. I am selling, however, my fantasy football hopes <laughs> um, <laughs> because. The transfer market. My hopes were low anyway, but this transfer market just absolutely ruined me. Like, I don't know who's who and who's where and what's what. And ups and downs, ins and outs. Um, so, I yeah, suppose your no, holiday my, in Spain didn't help either. It did not help. Um, <laughs> that is very true. Um, so, yep, selling those, uh, but loving the fact that the uh, Al can run in should be a, a good one. Nice, nice. Mike, what are your bets? Uh, I'm going to buy Astret Salmani from uh, Gothenburg. I think he's going to oh. actually do a really good job for them. And unfortunately, might keep them up. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy some of him. I think he, he looks like a decent player. And then I'm going to sell, um, controversially here, uh, Euro Gordon. What? I'm going to sell their sell their stock in Euro Gordon because... Their title hopes are over now. They they're not gonna they're not mm. gonna catch up. Their, their team is too muddled. I don't yeah. know if they need a new manager to come in and just just take a new look at the team because it the amount of signings they've made and it doesn't nothing really seems to fit together. But there's a lot of good players there. If maybe someone with fresh eyes had a look at this, they can make a very good team. Yeah, and invest in some Chelsea, defenders. You're the Chelsea of the Alswanskum. Right, it feels a bit like that with the amount of signings. Just... Just on a much lower budget. Yeah. Yeah. And then selling two of their signings back. And it, it just, yeah, I nothing is quite right there at the moment. And it looked like oh, it was really? going to do well. So I'm going to, I'm going to sell them where they're still high because I think, I don't think they're going to do what much next few weeks. That was in contention mm. for me until I saw the Lager Bielka news. And then I decided on, uh, on Elswog's defense. But um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, they are in a bit of a mess right now. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Right, that brings us on to the final segment of the show, and that is looking ahead to next week. What will the game of the week be? Um, we'll go back to the original sort of setup. Uh, I want to hear a, 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 a proposal from both of you. Sell in your argument, and then I, as the almighty judge, <laughs> Neil, kick us off. Um, I've gone with Peckin against Sirius because Ooh, I think yes. I think they are two very good footballing sides. And if I'm going to watch Al Swenskin, I just as well enjoy it. So I'll, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch that match happily because they both play good football. And I can see any result happening. Obviously, heck, in the favourites, but I can see anything happening in that match. It will be interesting. I, I, I love that shout. Um, yeah. Sorry, Mike, you, mm. you, you, you're kind of in trouble here, mm. whatever you say. But that is a brilliant shout. Two very good footballing teams. And also, how will Nelkan Jeng fare up against two six foot four monsters uh, in yeah. attack? He's not the biggest of uh, biggest of lads, is he? He's six three himself, but he's not. He's not physically imposing in any way. He's like a six three. Yeah, uh, is that with or without his hair? Oof, it's definitely with hair. Definitely with hair. All right, Mike, beat that. Um, I can't. I mean, I could. <laughs> I would go for that as well. If if Neil hadn't chosen that before me, but okay. what I am going to suggest is maybe I mean we have already just watched this and we were just there before Neil went on holiday. But Melmo, you're a Gordon. Yeah, 
it's interesting. Top of the table, almost sort of thing going on, but sort of, yeah. yeah, I'm not as uh, yeah. I can't really argue it too much. Yeah, this is a weak argument. Mm-hmm. Neil has come in back to the show with a vengeance. He's taken us all by storm. Um, he's the man we all love to love. Neil Cook, you are getting the game of the week pick. It is going to be Hecken against Sirius, two very good footballing teams. Um, Neil, how does it feel to come back and, and be such a massive success? <laughs> um, just normal, really. <laughs> Nothing phases him. Oh, humble as ever. Love it. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you to our wonderful listeners for listening to another episode of What the Fuck is El Svenskin? Uh, it's been fun and it's good to have the gang back together. I've missed you, Neil. <laughs> Yay, friends, podcast friends. friends. All right, everybody, friends. it's goodbye from me. How you doing? Laters. Oh, laters from me. <laughs>